the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast of the Praying as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. The Bible, which is written by God, tells us who are part of the family of God, how to be the Christians that our Father God wants all of us to be. One of the things that we're supposed to do is be imitators of the one who is the head of the church, our elder brother Jesus. We Christians, who are Jesus' brothers and sisters, are supposed to use Jesus Christ as our example of how we're supposed to live our life as part of the family. We're to follow Jesus' lead and do whatever he does and or tells us to do. Whatever Jesus does, we're supposed to follow and do. Whatever Jesus doesn't do, we're supposed to make sure that that's something that we don't do too. That's because being imitators of Christ is what God the Father told all of us, his children, that we ought to do. Because Jesus did and lived exactly like the Father wants all of us to live. God wants all of us who are his to be imitators of Christ. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called being imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. How y'all doing today? Yeah, I can tell by the way y'all's praising God. Praise God. How y'all doing today? Amen. Praise God. Amen. Let's continue on in the teaching that we started just a little while back. Praise God. It's called being imitators of Christ, which is God's desire for me and you. This is his intention for me and you. He wants us to be imitators of him. Well, if that's what he wants, then that's what we're going to do in Jesus' name. If you got your Bible once again, I invite you to turn to 1 Peter chapter 5. No, I'm so used to going 1 Peter chapter 5. <laughs> Hallelujah. Maybe the Lord trying to tell me something. Ephesians chapter 5. Praise God. I'm listening, Lord. <laughs> I'm listening. Ephesians chapter 5. <laughs> Hallelujah. It just felt sweet to my mouth to say 1 Peter chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Praise God. Where the foundational text of this particular teaching is. Whereas I'm telling you, it's going to be a blessing to you if, we, if you got a need to hear what the Lord's going to say to you in Jesus' name. Ephesians chapter 5. Praise God. We're going to begin to start reading in verse 1. It reads like this. It says, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also have loved us, and have given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication and all uncleanness and covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becoming saints, neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know that no whoremonger nor unclean person nor covetous man who is an idolater have any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God unto the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. 
For the fruit of the Spirit in all, is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever does make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. God's talking to his church right now, talking to us who are the children of light, those who have already been recipients of his life, those ones that were once dead but are now alive. That's why it says, Awake thou that sleepeth, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee life. Those of us who have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we're already the ones that have risen from the dead. Praise God, just like he said. Praise God, because we were baptized him with him. And as a result of being baptized with him through identification, then as he got up, we got up too. We are no longer the dead, now we're the alive. We're no longer the children of darkness, now we're the children of light. And so therefore, we are the children of light. One of the things that that word also light represents is revelation. And because of that, we are people of revelation. God didn't just get us up, but he showed us some stuff. He showed us some things about what we should do, what we should not do, things that we ought not do to be able to let the devil back into our lives to do what he used to do. And so because of that, we are now children of light. And by being children of light, we ought to walk in that light. The way he says it is, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools. Of course, God's talking to his children right here. And he's telling us to not walk as fools. We already found out that there's a biblical definition for fool that says anybody that says in their heart that there is no God. Well, I thank God we ain't them people. Praise God. Because we don't say in our heart that there is no God. Because that's actually a fool that would say something like that. Praise God. This beautiful world and all the men and women and boys and girls that he's created. All the animals that's in there too. The stars and the moon and the sky and everything that's shining up at me and you. You mean to tell me all that stuff just came by accident? You a lying your breath thing. Somebody created that. Praise God. God created all of that. Because you can't get order out of, out, of, out of chaos. Are you listening to me? You can't get something out of nothing. Somebody had to make all this. And God made all this because of that we're thankful for that so we know there's a god we know there's a god because we boned again <laughs> because we received jesus christ as our lord and savior and his family we've already entered in we already know god is real and because of that we're not the people that are the actual fools that he's talking about in scripture but yet at the same time we can be effective fools whereas we operate effectively in our lives foolishly and that is that we make our decisions as though there is no god We do the things we do as though there is no God. We conduct ourselves in life as there is no God. Even though we ain't actually a fool, we are effectively a fool if we do that. And God's talking to his church right there and say, quit acting like fools, but be wise because the days are evil. God's trying to talk to his church right now and talk to us so that we can be able to do what he wants us to do. He's coming to us and saying, wake up. Praise God. I need you to stand up and be who I need you to be. So that the rest of this world, I'm talking all the fallen world, can be able to see what it is that I've placed in thee. That they too might be set free. That they might be like you and you and you. And be able to live the life out that I have in store for them too. That they might be able to see and understand what it's like to be a people who have me in their land. Because they have watched my woman and my man. Living this thing out like I desired them to. Doing the things that I've ordained for them to do. And being the people that I died for them to be. Absolutely free. 
God's talking to his church right now. He wants his church to be able to wake up. Because we've been walking around sleep. We've been conducting ourselves like there is no God. But God says, no, that's not who I made you. That's not what I designed for you. He's talking to his church right now and say, come on. It's time to stand up and be who I called you to be and live this thing out in victory. We're supposed to be children of God. And because we are children of God, we have an example before us. His name is Jesus. Jesus is our elder brother. He is our example of how we're supposed to live this thing out in life. And so as a result of that, we're supposed to, as according to scriptures here, be followers of him. That word followers, we found out, means imitators, which means God wants us to imitate Christ. We want us to do and conduct ourselves like he does, too. And that's both in action as well as speech. We're supposed to do it just like he do it, too. We're supposed to mimic him, imitate him, copy him as beloved children. Not as people who are obligated to do this, but people who have the opportunity to do this. Because this is an awesome opportunity that's been given to me and you. To be able to live out the life that God wants us to. Christ is our example, so we ought to do it, too. We found out, praise God, as children of God, then we're supposed to be desiring godliness, to be godly. God wants us to deny all ungodliness and to be able to conduct ourselves godly. Why? So we can be that example that he wants us to be to all the other people so that they too can be set free. As a result of us seeing us live holy, live it right, conducting ourselves like we're supposed to. That's what God expects and desires of me and you. Well, we found out as children of God, we're supposed to imitate God. And because of that, we don't love the world like everybody else do. The world loves the world, but we don't love the world. Praise God. We used to love the world, but we don't do that no more. Praise God. Because we've moved forward into what God has in store for us. Last time we got together, praise God, we found out that we who have been have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior got saved. Praise God. We found out that that word saved means delivered and protected. It means delivered and protected. Now, we accept the deliverance part because we wanted to be delivered. We go saved from hell's fire. That's a real good desire. Praise God. And we, can't, we got in on that. But God also wants to protect us from other things too. Protect us from things that's trying to come and take, take down me and you. And, and, and keep us away from certain things that is, ought, we ought not do. We found out that uh, as children of God, we got born again. We found out that word, word born means procreate. That we were created by a pro, God himself. He made us just in his image and after his likeness. We are not born of the Father. So because we are born of the Father, then we are no longer of what we used to be of. We used to be of the world, but now we are of the God of love. And so we do what God wants us to do. We found out that we were regenerated. Praise God, because that word born means to regenerate. We were regenerated, which means we received brand new genes when we got born again. I ain't talking about blue genes, praise God. I'm talking about the, the, the really you genes, the genes that's on the inside of you that make you you, which means all the way down to the essence and fiber of your being, God made you brand new. The person that prayed the prayer was not the person that finished the prayer because the person that started the prayer was one person, but the one that finished that prayer was a whole nother person because the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, it says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away and all things become new and all things are of God. Before we were not of God, now we are of God. We now get our strength, our direction, as well as our correction from God because that's our daddy. And because he loves us, he's going to straighten us out and make sure that everything is lined up. We found out that happened because of Christ, praise God, because God was in Christ reconciling man unto himself. But we found out that that word reconcile is talking about reconcile fully, which means completely. That God's not satisfied with part being reconciled. He wants all of it being reconciled. He's not just want you to reconcile you to Christ. He also wants to reconcile your life to Christ in such a way as your life is Christ-like also. 
not just that you are in Christ, but keep living like you used to live before, but be it, but you get in Christ and then step through that open door into this wonderful, magnificent, awesome life that God has in store for you. He said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Of course, that word life is the word Zoe, Z-O-E with two little snake bites over the top. Praise God, two little dots over the top, which means the God kind of life. And that's why he wanted to regenerate you. That's why it is that he brought you into his family. That's why one of the reasons why he connected you to himself is to be able to get you that life that he always planned for you. Get you that life that is way better than the one that you used to live and the things that you used to do. To deliver you from that. Protect you from that. And open the door to a brand new that that he has in store for you. I don't know about you, but I'm going into this new thing that he got in store for me. He said old things have passed away and all things have become new and all things are of God. God wants us to be able to have a life just like that. Because see, previously, last time we got together, we found out we were alienated from God. I'm talking about before we got boned again. We was alienated from God. We was estranged from God. We was non-participants with God. We ain't had nothing to do with God. Let me speak for myself. I had nothing to do with God before I met God and got born again. I wasn't living godly, acting godly. I didn't care nothing about no God unless I was going to use it as a curse word. Praise God. I didn't, I didn't have nothing to do with God. And don't look at me. This is 11 o'clock because half of you know exactly what I'm talking about. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> I was alienated with God. And according to God, he said that we were enemies with him. Hateful toward him, hostile toward him, adverse toward him. In fact, we was actually adversaries of him. Where well, he was trying to help us, but we wouldn't let him help us because we didn't want to have nothing to do with all that. I know I didn't. People used to come to me and tell me it's time to get saved. I was a little thuggish back then. I used to tell them, you got three, four minutes, get out of my face, or you're going to need to get saved. Because I was going to back up what it is that I said, praise God. Because I don't want to have nothing to do with that. I, I figured, I'm, you know, I didn't want to be no Christian, praise God. Why? Because I had seen Christians. And I'm thinking, like, I won't be like them, praise God. But I didn't know all what I needed to know. So I, because of that, I was hostile to everything that God would try to share with me. So I could live this good life that he had in store for me. But thank God for the word. Because God, through his word, has given us an opportunity to be able to live a life totally the opposite of what we used to be about before. Whereas before we were hostile to God, we ain't hostile to God no more. Before we used to operate in wicked works, but we don't operate in wicked works no more. I said we don't operate in wicked works no more. Amen. That's, that's a little better. Praise God. We don't operate in wicked works no more. Praise God. We've been reconciled fully to God. And now we live holy. Unblameable and unreprovable for the living God, the way God wants us to do, so that we can be able to show the world what's it really like to have God on the inside of you. Turn to First Corinthians chapter six. I'm telling you, let's just dive in right there. I'm telling you, this is gonna bless you. Hallelujah! You're gonna get some understanding. Mm-mm-mm. After the service is over, you're gonna be like, Mm-mm-mm. I'm so glad that little brown round brother came in town and told me that uh, that information that he had in store for me. First Corinthians chapter six, because that information helped set me free. Now, as a, as a result of being born again, we've been cleaned up from the filthiness of the world spiritually. But it's time for us to be able to live this thing out naturally. As a result of being born again, we've been cleaned up from the filthiness of this world spiritually. But it's time for us to be able to live this thing out naturally. Now God starts in the spirit with an expectation for it to proceed into the natural. In fact, that's the reason why we got a natural because God who is spirit living in the spiritual world spoke spiritual words into existence and caused a natural thing to be manifested. 
Praise God. And that's the same thing that God is trying to do in the midst of our life. God, who is a spirit living in a spiritual world, spoke spiritual words out. Praise God that we grabbed hold to, received them in our spirit, and our spirit got rechanged again. That's when we got renewed. We got renewed spiritually. But that thing is supposed to burst forth into our lives and change everything natural, too. It's supposed to burst forth into our life and change everything that's touched and affecting me and you. It's supposed to burst forth in our life and change our financial situation, change our emotional situations, change our family situations, change it, <clears throat> change, change all kind of stuff. It's supposed to do all of this. Praise God. If we let the word do what it is that we do, it's supposed to do and cooperate with it like it's supposed to. See, we when before we was alienated from God, separated from God, having nothing to do with God. But now we boned again. And because of that, we ain't got nothing to do with the world that we used to be in. We ain't got nothing to do with the life that we used to live. We let that go. And now it's time to move forward into what God says, according to what the Bible says. So verse nine, here, here God's talking about being a temple of the Holy Ghost, being the body of Christ and how we need to conduct ourselves. First Corinthians chapter six. He said, verse nine. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Question mark. Like, don't you, don't you know that? That word no right there means no absolutely. You mean you don't know this? He said, let me clue you in. Verse, continue on. Be not deceived. Don't let nobody fool you, gank you, run no okie doke on you. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Don't you know that? He's talking to the church right now, by the way. He ain't talking to the world. He's talking to the church. He said, don't you know that? Huh? All right. Go on Scooby-Doo on them. All right. But he go to the good part before you, because y'all getting quiet on me at the wrong time, first God. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hey man, somebody teach them my church one on one. Say when he's saying something like that, don't get quiet then, because then they gonna think it's you. Praise God, Amen. <laughs> That's a time to get quiet in church. Praise God. He said, "Cause he's, he says in verse eleven, here's the good part: and such were some of you, and such were some of you, which means we used to do that list right there." Mm-hmm. We was fornicators. Yes, we, were. we was idolaters. Yes. We was adulterers. Yes. We was effeminate. Yes. We was abusers of themselves with mankind. Yes. We was thieves. Yes, we were. Covetous. Yes. Now I'm saying was. Now don't get nervous. We, 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 was, we was drunkards. Yes. We was getting blowed. Yes. Come on up. Jacked up. Lit up. Come on with me. Buzzed up. We was revilers, extortioners, stiffing people for stuff. And we, and, and we also wasn't going to be able to inherit the kingdom of God. He said, and such were some of you. That word were right there means was. W-A-S. It's actually was. I gave my mother talking, praise God. She taught me how to speak good English, praise God. It was, praise God. Yes, ma'am, it was. It was, was. It was, and it once was, but not no more. Somebody say, but not no more. See, that was us, but it ain't us no more. It was us, but it ain't us no more. I said it was us, but it ain't us no more. See, that list of stuff is the stuff that we used to be about. We used to be about that. 
We used to be adulterizing, tenderizing, and every other kind of eyes and that we were supposed to be doing that we wasn't supposed to do. We used to be doing all kind of fornicating and adulterating and, and, and speculating uh, about things that we ought not do. We was idolaters. Oh, yes, we was. We was abusers of ourselves with mankind. Mm-hmm. Yes, we was. We was thieves, ripping off everything. Don't look at me like that with 14 staplers in your at your home from your offices and stuff like that. Pencils you didn't buy and everything like that. Don't look at me like that. Got 87 packs of ketchup still in your house, praise God, when you only bought one cheeseburger and one order of fries. Praise God. Don't look at me like that, thief. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> and everything else on there. He said, and such were some of you. But, I like this word but right here. Remember, this word but right here means how be it. Nevertheless, or yet. I remember it. Last time we got together, we said that word but is like putting on the brakes. Because we used to be going in that direction, but we put on the brakes. See, before we had a car with only a gas pedal, talking about how to live life. We had a car with only a gas pedal. We didn't have no brakes. And we was headed straight towards sin, just as quick as we possibly can. Oh, yes, we was. But God put brakes in your ride now. Hallelujah. A new, a new principle called stop. Whereas we now have the ability to stop what we used to do. Stop what we used to be about. Stop. We can put the brakes on that stuff now. Now that you ha, boned again. You, you can put the brakes on that again. Yeah, we're going to read about it. He said, and such were some of you. But ye are washed, ye are sanctified, ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our Lord. Look at those three things he told us about you and me. Three things that, that set us free. He said you are washed. Now the word washed right there means washed fully. Talking about us. See before we was dirty, we was filthy. We was doing all kind of dirty, filthy things like we didn't know no better. But now we've been washed as a result of what Jesus Christ did for you and me. He washed us. But that word wash right there means wash fully. That word wash right there means wash fully. I like that. Because God wants everything about us to be clean. That is washed fully. That means if there is any place we find dirt, no problem, just clean it. Any place we find out where stuff ought not be, no problem, just get it right like it's supposed to be. Anything that we still doing that we ought not be doing, no problem, Skid, put on the brakes, and just get out that ride and don't go that way no more. Are you listening to me up in here? Ain't, it ain't nothing deep about this. No condemnation, just information about how to be a person that God made you to be. And that's somebody that's free. But you were washed, washed fully. See, God wants everything about us to be clean and remain clean. To be washed fully and to be remain washed fully. Now, a lot of people have a difficulty with a concept like this. Well, why do you want me to do that? Well, stop this time out, just time out. I got any parents in the house. I got any parents in the house. Say, hey. Hey, hey man. Uh, uh, parents, uh, 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 this fits all y'all. Praise God. Because either you parents are little heads or older heads that used to be little heads. So you can still relate to saying what I'm thinking about and talking about. Remember, remember, remember when you used to be ready to take your child someplace? And remember you when you was a, a, a parent? You used to have to get them ready and get them cleaned up, washed up, and, and, and dressed up first. And then you got yourself dressed up later. Well, that's all the way I have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you learn a little bit more about what God wants all of us to do, to be imitators of the God who made and saved me and you. I hope even more that you're learning the things that we can do to be better imitators of God like He wants all of us to do. So let's do what God wants us to do 
and be the imitators of him that he wants all of us to do. I know I'm going to do it, and I hope you do the same thing too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Where the Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'd be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to an exciting, spirit-filled evening event that's being held at Word of Faith just for you. Sunday is New Year's Eve, so we invite all of you in San Antonio and surrounding areas to join us at our New Year's Eve service so that we can bring in the New Year's together in the house of God, praising God, and hearing what He has planned for us in the new year to come. So come on and join us at Word of Faith Christian Center in San Antonio on New Year's Eve night at 9.30 p.m. where saints from all over San Antonio and surrounding areas will be coming together to praise and worship God in celebration of the year that He brought us through and the new year that He has in store for me and you. There's a wonderful reception that will follow the service where those who choose to remain can continue to celebrate together Dining divine and enjoying the new wine of the Holy Ghost. VIP transportation service and child care are available at no charge for this too. So come on through. We'll be so glad to see you and your family in the house of God. Giving God praise to just like all of us ought to do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word to have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.